purpose of Good Friday is to remember. We remember the sacrifice that Jesus made. The false accusations, the injustice of the trial, the humiliation as he was stripped naked for the whole world to see and joke about. The mocking, the cruel flogging, the torment, the brutality of the cross. But we also remember God's good purpose in this. Jesus died so that we might live. This is the cost of our forgiveness. Sometimes on Good Friday we take communion together, a sharing in the body and the blood of Christ. And today I want to talk about how when we take communion, we're not only remembering Christ, but we actually identify with Christ. We're joined with Christ in his death. We've been working our way through Paul's letter to the Corinthians, and that's where I'm taking the readings from for, for um, both Good Friday and Easter Sunday. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 16 to 17, Paul says, The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. The crucifixion of Jesus, well, it, was, it was an historical event. It happened. And this event, more than any other, is something that has not only impacted the world, but it's an event that even now, over 2,000 years later, disciples of Jesus Christ participate in. In our baptism, we are baptised into the death of Christ. We die to self. We die to our old life. We die to sin. Uh, in Romans chapter 6, it says that we are buried with Christ in baptism. That means we enter into being participants in the cross. Just as our Lord gave up everything for us, we give up everything in obedience to him. Now, that, that's one way that we participate in the body and the blood of Christ. But there is an even more vital expression of this participation. The Greek word that gets translated as participation, uh, some of you may have heard it before. Um, it's a quite common one. It's koinonia, which means fellowship. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a fellowship in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a fellowship in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Probably one of the most difficult concepts for us modern Westerners to, to wrap our heads around is the communal nature of salvation and the church. This isn't something that we do on our own. It's not something we enter into on our own. In our individualistic culture, we're happy enough generally 
to be united with Christ, but not always so keen to be united to those other Christians, some of whom can rub us the wrong way. The church, Christians, those around us, us, we, are the fellowship of Christ. Have a bit of a look around you. These people beside you, yes, that'll require returning your head, Roy. <laughs> Looking at these people around you, these are the fellowship of Christ. Through the blood of Christ and through the body of Christ, we become the fellowship of Christ. And that's why communion is called communion. Because through the body and the blood of Christ, we commune with Jesus Christ and we commune with each other. Because who are we? We are the body of Christ. Just as there is one bread, we become one body. There is only one saviour who died for us. We are in Christ. Christ is in us. Right back in the first chapter of 1 Corinthians, Paul asks the question, is Christ divided? And of course the answer way back then was, no, Christ isn't divided. Of course he isn't. And now here he's bringing it up again. There is one bread. We who are many are one body. For we all partake of the one bread. Now, that's not saying that this is some kind of mystical thing that happens when we take that physical piece of bread, that, that, that one loaf of bread. Just because there is that one loaf of bread and we all eat from that one loaf, we become one body. That's not what he's saying. What does the loaf of bread represent? The body of Christ, which is broken for us. It all, it all comes back to Good Friday. As we gaze upon the blood-soaked cross, we are all joined. We all fellowship in the body and in the blood of the one who was crucified. Now, we, we generally concentrate on the fact that Jesus died for our sins. But Jesus died for so much more than that. Jesus died so that we could become one in him. And this is what we're reminded of, it, reminded of in communion. Later on in chapter 11 of this same letter to Corinthians, Paul gives them a dire warning um, about how they are, not just with God, but with each other, um, particularly when they come to, to communion. He gives them a warning about their divisions and their disconnect from other Christians. He tells them it's, this is so important that the fact that you're disconnected from other Christians is the cause of some of your weakness and sickness and even death. They were missing entirely the significance of being one body. In Christ's death, we are all joined to one another and to Christ. And so to sin against the body of Christ is to sin against Christ.
the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a fellowship in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a fellowship in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the sacrifice you made. Lord, you gave yourself upon that cross You are the Lord God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and you allowed your own creation to run amok and to cut you down. And Lord, it would be so easy for us to blame those people who who nailed you to that cross. But Lord, we're just as likely if we were there to be the ones who did it. And this, Lord, is the most amazing thing. Your grace. That you died to save sinners like us. Lord, I want to thank you that Jesus died not just to save us from our sin, but to make us one. To make us the fellowship of Christ. Oh, Lord, what an amazing blessing that is. To be your church in all of its imperfections and all of its problems, and, and yet still by your grace for you to make us one. Lord, as we take this bread and as we take this wine this morning, Lord, we pray not only for our relationship with, what, with, with you, but for our relationship with one another. That you would make us truly one body with our hearts undivided in love for you and love for one another. Lord, I want to thank you for this gift that you give us. The gift of forgiveness. The gift of fellowship. In Jesus' name. Amen.